Welcome, people of the internet. This is Geek Rating Review, where we talk about everything geek culture and geek related. My name is Jean Marc, and I talk. My name's Nick. We talk about food, too. I was born in London, Mark, because I'm his lowest brother, David. Good. Okay, I'm recording now. Welcome Congratulations. to the Game of the Year special. Game of the Year. Dun- Yay! Goy! Yeah, woo! Game of the Year. We should have done this last year, because last year was crazy with games. I know. I, yeah, I don't remember. <laughs> Horizon Zero Dawn, Zelda. <laughs> Games Nick don't like. I like Zelda. Destiny oh, 2. <laughs> Let's do Wolfen- best of last year and best. <laughs> yeah, Destiny 2, Wolfenstein 2. Oh, yeah. Uh, Wolfenstein Nier 2, Tomata. definitely. Oh, near. Persona 5. Persona 5. Mario Odyssey. Oh, yeah. I still haven't played that. All right, Nick, so, start us, right, launch us. We're going to kick this thing off. Uh, we'll do top three each. We'll discuss each's, each other's three, then two, then one. I think we're all going to agree on a geek rating review game of the year. I have that little I have a feeling. Can we throw and a runner-up in there? If, uh, if, it's, like if it's not King Oddball, then um, I don't know why we record this. King Oddball, actually. <laughs> I gave it a 10 out of 10. My last review. It's, it is a 10 out of 10. It's a 10 out I'm of sorry 10. I haven't played it yet. Just... Did you buy it when it was plus? Yeah, I haven't. Oh, dude, Here, I it. can't believe okay. you haven't played that game. You can knock I'm it out. Play play it. Just for poops and giggles, at least. Alright, let's uh, we'll start at my number 3, I guess. And it's Monster Hunter World. Ooh. I, didn't, I would... Put forty five hours into that game, just that's all you put just, in that game. No, that's just with y'all. I put oh, wow. forty five hours just dealing with y'all's stuff. Wow! And I put another sixty hours by myself. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. It's it's not the best Monster Hunter game I've played, but I think it wouldn't be a top game for me if I didn't play with y'all. No, that's, that's what true. that's what kind of sets it apart. My heart is growing. <laughs> <laughs> is it a Grinch analogy? Yeah, just the, the new, new the Grinch new, movie. The new, the new Grinch movie looks great. Yeah, I I'll watch it on cares. Christmas, maybe. I'm just not connected with the world, I guess. Any any Monster Hunter thoughts? It is a it, fun well, game. First off, is it in any of y'all's top three? No, it is in my top three. It is okay. not in my top three. It is the only Monster Hunter game I've ever played, and <clears> I <throat> did enjoy it. I thought it was fun. Yep. It's the fourth it, one I've played, and it's probably my favorite by far. Was yeah, it just fun because you played it with other people? I think so. Like, I, I like the, um, what is it called? Like, the circle of gameplay? What is that called? The loop? The gameplay loop? The gameplay loop. I love the gameplay loop. I love that it, it seems limitless, even though I know money gets more scarce at the end. But mm-hmm. the gameplay loop up until, I guess, a certain point, I guess where we were... It was. I liked it. I just wish you could upgrade a little bit more often. Yeah. Um, I, I just mean within the equipment that you get. Um, I just wish you could just upgrade something. I just felt like I was always waiting to upgrade something. You know, it was always an equipment set. Um, part of the game that they don't tell you is they expect you to use more than one weapon. So oh. you have a variety of different weapons that have different requirements for upgrading. Hmm. 
I think if I would have tried that, it would have just been way too different, you know, because I, yeah. I used ranged weapons and only ranged weapons. If I would have had something that was a little more close up and personal, then it, it would have just been a completely different game for me. Yeah. I mean, there's similar weapons, but most often if you switch between a different weapon, it's a totally different playing style. Yeah. See, I played it like years before. <laughs> duck, like, it's just shoot, duck, and cover. Yeah. <laughs> Jamark is so sincere. <laughs> well, Jamark, what's your three? That's I, already, I already know what it is. We're jumping to my three? Go ahead. We talk to death. Okay, this is well, not just... We can just, jump back into Monster Hunter when I get to. This is just... This isn't just my number three. This is my pitch for y'all to actually play this game. Detroit I Become Human is a excellent game and my number three. So the only thing I could think to compare it to that would make you want to play it is Modern Warfare 1 and 2. Because what's the best parts of Modern Warfare 1 or 2 other than the gameplay is the set pieces in them. And the best thing about Detroit Become Human are the cinematic set pieces that I have never seen anywhere else that I actually got emotional while watching watching while watching and i loved it it was like watching a really good movie at parts and other times wanting people to like succeed and the story itself is the best story i've seen in video gaming actually like other than like the last of us and god of war like the story's great the visual effects are great obviously but i think it's the strongest game that that creator whoever made it that guy (laughs) Um, yeah, yeah, I think it's his best one he's made just because visually it's great and the set pieces are like, I've never seen anything like that before and going on a journey with characters is very dynamic and fun. So even though the gameplay is still a David Cage, like, yeah, I'm going to walk over here and do that, every investigation or every set piece thing that you're doing or every mission that you have has a sense of weight to it. Like, I have to do this or sometimes you have a time limit or you, like, my, me and my wife had two completely different games with two completely different endings where two completely different things happened. And she was watching me like, you're playing a different game than I did because you did A, B, and C and I didn't. Which is also great because it's not like a Walking Dead game where it all ends up in the same spot. Everything is different. And what she went through, I actually watched the Let's Play of someone who did what she went through. And it was a lot more depressing than what I went through. <laughs> I had, like, a happier ending than her. But yeah, it is a great game. I at least suggest you don't buy it, at least rent it and play it, because it'd be like watching a movie over the weekend. Yeah, I love Detroit Become Human, and not enough people have played it. So yeah, that's, that's my number three. Question, where does one rent games nowadays? Redbox. Redbox. That's it? Redbox There's Weekend no Rental. Yes. Redbox There's one Redbox still left in this country, I know that. Yeah. Um, you can have a GameFly subscription still. Oh, I forgot about GameFly. Do it for one month. Um, I, I like your pitch. Yeah. I, I've already told you I don't like David Cage games. Mm-hmm. But the more you hammer me with it, the more I look into it. <laughs> yeah. And if I can get past that, seeing that guy push the dude around in the wheelchair. Oh. Aimlessly. For, I, if I can get past that, I, I could probably, I can probably get by and play this game. I will. I know I will. But I'm trying to reach out to your cinematic side because I think you would like yes. it. Yes, and that's that. that's what appeals to me. Yeah, 
but it's the minutia. It's the press circle to wash the dishes. Mm. That that's the stuff that that turns me off of his David Cage style. If I can get past that, if I can break that habit, then I'll play it. Yeah. It'll be ten bucks one day. Maybe for Black that's kind of what I'm waiting for because I really it's really thirty five like... for Black Friday everywhere. Yikes. That's still so too high. <laughs> Maybe with because I did look for it. I haven't played Heavy Rain. David, have you played any of those games? Yeah, I played Meet Heavy Rain. Oh, did I you play Indigo Prophecy? No. It's the one that I played. I got tired of one character in Heavy Rain and just let him die. And I was like, I don't care about your story anymore. Okay. Cool. David, three. Jamag's trying to sell out and make us buy a game. Kind of like what I did with Monopoly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a terrible <laughs> game. <laughs> Mine was a hard choice because it's my only Nintendo game that's going to make it on here. Uh, I know, I know. I was, it is. I was stuck between two, but I, I ended up picking Octopath. I really, really uh, like Octopath. There's things about it I didn't like, but as far as I mean, I haven't played Smash Brothers yet. But as far as all the games I've played on Nintendo this year, that was the one I liked the most. It's the one that drew me in the best. Uh, it was really well done for eight bit game. It was beautiful. I just didn't like the lack of interconnectivity between the characters. Uh, it was weird off-putting a little bit for what I'm used to from Final Fantasy games, but it was super fun. Still haven't beat it, but I put plenty, plenty, plenty of hours into it, trying to see where the story goes next, even with the one character. I um, It was one of the two Switch games I bought this year. I bought that and the Fractured But Whole, but I still haven't played that. But I do agree. It's like every character is a brick wall. That It doesn't matter what you do. It doesn't matter which order you do it. Every Everybody has the same thing. But where that game shines is the gameplay. Yeah, it's it's a turn-based game. And it's core. It, it's a throwback, and even like the visual style is a throwback. It's built in a modern game engine, so it's got particle effects and dynamic lighting and all this other stuff. That game is really good. They were just kind of messed up with the story. I can see where they got the pull from Bravely Default from playing Bravely Default, and they took the good bits from it and left the annoying things out. But Bravely Default has four characters. <laughs> they all you stick with four the whole game, and they know each other. They interact. They they do the things that you expect in a JRPG story. Right. Octopath doesn't do that. It doesn't. That that really messed with me because it's like these are seven very different people, and they could have very interesting and. Did you say seven? Way. Interaction? Is it eight? It's eight. <laughs> it's eight. Sorry. Okay, I started the game with one character, so I only think of collecting seven other people. Uh. It's Septopath Traveler, isn't it? <laughs> That'd be the sequel. <laughs> so, I don't know. I'm asking this. If it's a spoiler, you don't have to say it, but do they do like in Final Fantasy games where they separate the group, where you have to pick four and four at one point? Because that'd be cool. Do they ever... I don't think there's a set ending to the game because once once again I haven't beat it. I think mm. every character has their own storyline and ending to their storyline. Oh, I know. As far as I know, I don't. I'm not aware of. I don't. Ending. I don't think there's a greater storyline. It's not a joining one that joins them all together. Yeah, to where they finally start talking to each other. I yeah, I put idea. I put 30 hours into it and I didn't find I put, anything. I put it about 40. About, and it got out of. The, I had to put that out of the way because of the, my number two. Well, I my. <laughs> Oh, great. My my problem with Octopath was the problem I had on my first playthrough of Skyrim, where I was going towards something, a goal in my head, 
And then when mm. I achieved it, I didn't feel like playing anymore. So when I was playing Skyrim, I wanted to get to 100 on the magic, the fire magic, destruction, destruction. magic. So I hit 100 on destruction, and then I was in a cave, and I was like surrounded by gerblins or something and i was like i don't i can't and i turned it off and then i tried to replay it three other times with octopath i got every character all eight and then i was like oh good <laughs> i didn't want to play it anymore i was yeah, like yeah i got all a, eight of them awesome yeah there's not a shift once you once you get all eight it's just Okay, you have all eight. Yeah. It's the same as it was when you had seven. Yeah. Right. So I, um, I got all eight. I got all the subclasses, and that's when I stopped playing it. Yeah. My, my issue with that is there's also level scaling, and that doesn't belong in a JRPG. You should be able to grind and grind and grind and just blast your way through the next place. That game doesn't do that. It's still a good game, though. Eh. <laughs> it's not my top three. <laughs> no. It's the best Final Fantasy game that's been released in a long time. That's not true. Yes, that's, yeah. Not true. Yes. What's better? Oh, 15. I forgot about 15. Eh, uh, 15. Than 15. <laughs> <laughs> I platinum 15 and I'm like, eh. Meh. Yeah. Okay, let's move on to number two. Number two. Wait, can I say my runner up? Aw. Oh, we we'll say it after. after. We'll say it after okay, our, okay. our three. Dragon Quest 11. What? Game. Game really to, good. I need to play that. Not done beating it. Not even close. Everybody's kind of dumping on the music. Music's not great, mm. but if you play any of the older stuff and you hear basically a Super Nintendo song in it with no change, it's not orchestrated or anything. It's just a straight up Super Nintendo song. It's well received. Character designs are good. Story's really good. And the combat is Dragon Quest. Turn-based. There's little tweaks you can do to it to make it less hands-off or less hands-on. Or you can just switch all that off and just micromanage everybody's actions. In which That's the way I'm playing it. And... I love the art style, I love the combat, I love the characters, great story, second best game of the year. I think I'm the only one that's played it. Yep. <laughs> I mean, I've, I've played, played most of the Dragon Quest games that were released in America, and I beat at least half of those, because some of them are very grindy. I've always loved Dragon Quest, so I just haven't gone out and got it, as I'm buying other games. Yep, I did this, I had the same problem. We, uh, Tomb Raider and Dragon Quest came out the same week, I think. Okay. Yeah. My wife started Tomb Raider and then put it down and started playing Dragon Quest. The first RPG she ever played was Final Fantasy XII. Wow, she started late. Way late. And she, it's like she really loves this Dragon Quest game. So I guess I'm the only one that can talk about it. Yep. <laughs> I, will, I will give it one little knock. The characters are straight up Akira Toriyama. Yeah. They look like, but they are placed in this lush, well-rendered environment that is photorealistic. So you're fighting in these environments that have realistic trees and realistic blades of grass and realistic buildings and then Akira Toriyama character designs and models. But I won't knock it, you know. It's just something you have to kind of get over. And then I love it. Is it weird it makes me want to play it more? No. Okay. It's not weird. That's like a thing. <laughs> Thank you for that input. Yeah, I'm just, yeah. <laughs> Why don't we move on? <laughs> it's, 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 is it Jamar again? Yeah. Oh, uh, my number two is Spider-Man on PS4. It's an awesome game. Shocking. Your turn, David. <laughs> <laughs> wow, you don't want to talk about it? Well, no, I love it. The, the web slinging's great. The story's great. I hated the, like, stealth stuff in it. But Weird. that's what everyone says. But I liked Peter Parker, even though he looked weird 
in it, but <laughs> the web swing is great. The progression of getting items is great. I just really enjoyed it, and it was a solid experience from beginning to end. So I just super was loved it, it a lot. Like the PS2 GameCube version. Uh, the web slinging was great, and it's actually more, it's it's more dynamic than it actually is in the PS2 or the uh, Spider-Man 2 game. Which I love mm. the web slinging in that, and it's, I really it, like it, that. You it's have to have play. something over you to hit, to swing. Yeah, that yeah. one you just kind of just yeah. Went, I think went it was out of frame and you were swinging. Spider Man Two, I think. Yeah, that was the good one, right? Yes. Yeah. Great yeah. one. You could just swing with nothing there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I like that because even if you're in Central Park, you can swing off of trees and stuff. Yeah. So I think that's fun. I just got it today. Oh. It's not installed or anything. I can't really say anything on it. But it looks like Spider Arkham. I'll leave that until I play it. If that means the next one, Spider Arkham City, then that's a good thing. What? <laughs> from, from Arkham Asylum to Arkham City, that that jump up in gameplay. Yeah. 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 Cool. That's a huge jump up in, yeah. in quality yeah. too. Um, I remember we got our PS3 and put in Arkham Asylum and it had to install hours and hours and hours and then finally it started playing and it was in 720p wow. I was like okay but even 720p back then was like oh look at those graphics Metal Gear Solid 4 yeah had to, it had to ins- like it would install one third of the game and then it would wipe that install the second third wipe that and it would install again toward the end huh. I don't know if y'all remember that nope on the plane, like, it was just old snake smoking while it installed the next part of the game. Wow. Yeah, it's just, I'm the only one that... I hate that game. <laughs> I hate it. That game was like a movie, too. Uh, it's like, like 20, the... 20 hours of cutscenes. Yeah, it's ridiculous. All right. Uh, yeah, I can't say anything on Spider-Man. It's not installed. I haven't played it either. I've been playing other things. Oh, I didn't... wasn't aware David didn't play it. I thought that <laughs> I would be boring y'all by talking about it. It's really, really fun. It is... Really, I think y'all ought to enjoy it. Um, well, Jamark knows that I bought Dragon Quest instead of Spider-Man. Because mm-hmm. I was all in the same window. And I was holding out for Diablo 3, I think. Yeah. On my Switch. Is that the um, like the Legacy of Evil edition? Like, yeah, all the... yeah, everything. All the DLC. The Necromancer and everything? Necromancer, Crusader, all the additional missions. Wait, you're talking about Diablo? Yeah, Diablo 3 on Switch. You have it? Yeah. Do oh. you have it? No... <laughs> I have it on PS4. I think about doing crossplay in the future. They're working on it. But I didn't buy the Necromancer pack. Mm. It's fine. Mm. You don't have to play the Necromancer. I play Demon Hunter. Me and my friend who played, he's a Demon Hunter. I just wanted to punch stuff in the face. So I have a monk. <laughs> I have a monk and a, cru- a crusader. I know that the monk was OP at first on the uh, PC. They had to nerf it a lot. Uh, who's David? Like, David now, huh? I'm Lex. Yes. So. My number two is Nick's number three, Monster Hunter World. I really liked it because, like I said, I played three other Monster Hunter games. Well, the first one I played was, like, the second release of the original Monster Hunter on PSP. And I tried it for, like, I don't know, it was, like, Monster Hunter Classic. or I don't know, something weird like that. No, Try was Wii, I think. Yeah, it was, like, yeah, I had that one. Monster Hunter something plus, or it, it just was... Because I remember the first one came out on PSP, and this was just like the second iteration of that. Then I played Monster Hunter 3 on my Wii, and then I played Monster Hunter 4, blah, 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 my, my DS, which is actually a Monster Hunter DS, new 3DS. And then I played this one. And I never played one of E-Towers. Anyway, so 
I played all the other ones probably 10 hours at most. And then I played this one, and everything I didn't like about those other ones was consolidated into a streamlined version. In this game, particularly when, when those items that you use all the time that you have to have a slot in your inventory for them that no longer was a thing. The loading screens, which were really aggravating. You know, they just load the whole area from the get-go. There's just a lot of things. Collecting things was more simple because you had different inventory slots in Monster Hunter World. I like killing monsters a lot. I grinded a lot because I can listen to my podcast and play that game. Mm-hmm. So it... I enjoy the heck out of it. I probably put over 80 hours into that game. Probably over 100, actually. I have two characters. One with 20 hours, one with 80, probably. I wanted to save this gripe for whenever you uh, talked about it. <laughs> I, the, one of the few things I didn't like about it was the MMO aspects of it. There's some kind of fetchy daily login stuff that's kind of feels tacked on. And because of that, you can't pause. I don't like that. I like a game I yeah. can pause. And you can't pause Dragon I Quest Eleven. I don't know if y'all know that. That's... what? Why? I have no idea. It's an RPG. It's like the only time that game is paused. paused is in dialogue or in battle. It's not an active time battle. Hmm. You know, it, when the when the battle menu comes up, it's paused. But hmm. when you're in the world map, it's not paused. Can't pause it. Strange. Hmm. I actually think the 3DS remake of Dragon Quest Eight was kind of like that. You could go into the menu, but monsters were still roaming around, and you could start an encounter. Oh, I, I didn't. I never bought that one. I have eight on PS2. I had it. It was it was an open world where you can see the monsters before you did a battle. Sorry, I just realized I'm not wearing pajamas. <laughs> what are you wearing? Khakis. Uh, khakis. Why? We went it's eat... Sunday. I'm not going anywhere. Let me put my khakis. Well, on. We went to eat. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to feel cash today. I'm wearing soccer shorts. No, I, me too. I, I might actually change into them. My my jammy jams because just do it during the podcast. We'll do, well, yeah, we'll do we'll, a break. We'll have a break. No, I'll just do it real fast. But I y'all can keep talking about the stupid game or whatever. But uh... the stupid game you played too. <laughs> stupid dumb game so fun. Well, it'd probably be like number twenty of the year if I had rated on it. No, I'm just kidding. It wouldn't be that low. I have a list of all the games that were released this year. I can go through that while you change. We're not, we didn't even get to our number one yet. Yeah. We got a crown. Okay, this well, game, I'll avoid that one then. Great. <laughs> <laughs> what so, about games we might not think about that came out? Oh, you want to do, before we unveil the uh, the elephant in the room, y'all want to do some The number ups? one pick. Number one. What? Y'all want to do runner-ups before we do the... Um, yeah, let's do runner-ups. Yeah, we can do that. The best game I played that wasn't released this year is Last of Us Remastered. Hmm. Um... I hated that game when I played it on PS3 for the first time because I thought the shooting mechanics were dumb. And then I played it again on PS4, and there was like just little minor tweaks. That game was amazing. Mechanics were good. Story was just unbelievable. I cared about a virtual kid more than I cared about a virtual kid in any other game. And then old school game I played this year that I was really good was King Oddball. Yeah. It was great. My daughter, my six-year-old daughter, beat King Oddball. Wow. Fact. Great. It's a great game. Bears. Anybody else? Bowser Galactica. My runner-up was WarioWare Gold. I uh, really love the WarioWare games. I've been craving one since the Wii one was released in my senior year of high school, which was 10 years ago. They have not well, made another WarioWare game since then. 
So they brought it back to 3DS. They added in a bunch of the old classic ones everyone loves. They added in a lot of new stuff, too. It was kind of like the Rhythm Heaven Mega Mix. It did basically the same thing. Also, really, really love Rhythm Heaven Mega Mix. It was a ton of fun. I beat it. That's why it, it was almost a contender compared to Octopath, because I beat it and I kept playing it, and I really, really enjoyed it. That's it? it. Well, I can't think of anything else that I really, really enjoyed this year. Uh, you played Mega Man? Oh, 11? yeah, Mega Man. No. You the X Collections. Oh, okay. I, I bought the X Collections. I, I played through them sequentially, so I got the 7. I said I'm not playing this game ever again. 7 was so bad. Oh, yeah. Is that the PS2 one? Yeah, the one where it's like 3D all of a sudden. Out of nowhere. Yeah. And they added this stupid, annoying character who's useless and dumb and shouldn't exist in reality. Or virtual reality in 20xx Jabak? did you change your stupid pants no i didn't <laughs> i've been sitting here trying to remember what my runners up are and i completely forgot what my runners up are oh I... mario and rabbits came out this year too that was really fun oh you game. played that yeah i beat it oh oh i own that game well michael bought it for me i think he wants to play it still but yeah, it was a really good tactical game. Um, is it like, so it's an XCOM with Mario characters? No, it's, hmm. I haven't played XCOM, but is that similar to like Warcraft and Starcraft? Oh, I was thinking to say no. Fire okay. Emblem. It's yeah. similar to Mario and Rabbids from what I've seen in the trailer. Okay, I'm trying to think. The only thing I could think of is Valkyria Chronicles to compare. Yeah, that's kind of the same. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. So that's that's more of what it was. It was a top-down grid, ba- grid quote-unquote. Cover-based. Cover base, yeah. Yeah. Obstacle shooter. Strategical shooter. <laughs> Not that you were aiming, but Yeah. You it's a dice metal, roll. Yeah, it's like Metal Gear Acid. That's a that's a good way to compare it to. Not a lot of many people know Metal Gear Acid, but I have both of them. What it is. Oh, okay. I didn't know there was a second one. There is. Yeah, Leaf loved it. I think two games that are okay, but I have to mention them. Resident Evil 7 and Friday the 13th. Friday the 13th is just fun. Yeah, I had a lot of fun with that. That was really fun. Especially when you're Jason. Oh, yeah, that's that's it. And Resident Evil, I only played the beginning of it, so I can't speak too much to it, but I really, really enjoyed it. Resident Evil 7 was great. Yeah, I got to try Resident Evil again because I had these weird squiggly squiggly graphic issues on it. I'm thinking Mm. maybe it was just my PlayStation. Yeah. Now that thing's gone, so I can try it on the new one. And I have one more that I remember, or if you have anything more to say on before I move on, David. I, I need to beat Seven. I know it's a short, short game. I just haven't sat down and beat it yet. But I'm probably as far as you were in the game. Yeah. But I played Shadow of the Colossus Remastered. And oh the only problem I had is I played it on, like, normal difficulty, and I was just destroying the Colossi, like, real fast. And was blowing through that game, and I was loving it because the graphical fidelity is so much better. And man, I just love that game so much. It's one of my favorite games of all time, actually. Shadow of the Colossus. So, did Shadow of War come out this year? Or was that last year? Last year. That was the whole problem with oh. the loot boxes and the pay to win. Yeah. I really, uh, really enjoyed Shadow of War. Man, I hate those Mortar games. So much. I know you do, and I, I, I don't care. I love them. I, I really the like Shad- uh, Shadow of Mordor. Yeah, I bought uh, it. And I, I, for- I, really I, I, for- I forbid myself from buying the second one. And, but now they took all the DLs, like all the uh, microtransactions out of it. So I might pick it up now. But yeah, Shadow of the Colossus, I don't 
I don't want to have to buy that game again. <laughs> I own it. Well, they gave it to you for free on PS3. Uh, I own that one with the Ico. The, I have the physical copy of the HD Ico and Shadow of the Colossus. On PS3? Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah and I too. have the PS2 version. I didn't have the physical PS3, but I had it on PS2, PS3, PS4. I have the physical with all of them. I don't have the new one, though. I didn't want to buy it again. It's great. So, are we ready to uh, uncover our game of the grand, year? Grand finale of this dear podcast. What if we were all wrong and we were wrong about <laughs> that we thought we all had the same thing? <laughs> <laughs> that would be great. Runner 3! Yeah! Uh, runner 3! Yeah! Runner 3! Now do I get all on Xbox or Switch? Oh, gosh. Right. It's got a floor. I mean, of course, it's got a floor. Got to be got a floor, man. That game, it hit me at the right time. Tax season, twenty eighteen. <laughs> they did that on purpose. They definitely did. Uh, it was actually the first game we bought of the year. Oh, we kind of waited and waited, waited. There was nothing really coming out early year. That's like that every year. I spent that time knocking out a lot of games. Wolfenstein, Wolfenstein 2, Last of Us, all those things. Great games. And then God of War hit me like a ton of bricks. I didn't play anything else for two, three weeks. It just, it blew me away. It became one of my top five favorite games ever. In the the 30, the 30 or so hours I put into that game, it's one of the greatest games I've ever played. Action, story, graphics, making Kratos a relatable character Mm -hmm. is not an easy thing to do. No, and they they, they kind of nailed it. I don't know what else I can say about it. It just um, I was completely enthralled. Every time I had the controller in my hand, I was just I was sold. It's been a long time, probably since I was a kid. Maybe not that long, but that, that's the times I remember when I think about it. When I go to work or I go somewhere where I have to be busy, like school, I'm like, man, I just can't wait to go home and play God of War again. It's that good. Yeah. It's all I thought about whenever I was doing anything, you know, mm-hmm. cutting grass. I would be just thinking about like, man, what, what am I going to unlock next on the skill tree? And yeah. I had this Leviathan act that I could just throw and cut the grass right now. That's right. Smart, what do you think? Hey, you're quiet. I'm trying not to talk over y'all. Because <laughs> I've noticed <laughs> I do that a lot. So um, I've been real, trying to be real good about it, this this podcast. Oh, man. It is, if not... Because originally I wanted to say it's a perfect game. Because you could say, oh, it's near perfect, but what's the aggregate for what a perfect game is? Like, one of the main things I noticed that is great is the loading screens are him almost non-existent, or they make them seem non-existent. You could just go from one place to another without stopping all the action, all the flow of the energy, and having just a static screen for loading. And you kind of tell that when he's like, in between two rocks, that's like the loading time or whatever. Yeah, yeah or, or lifting the, up one of the big rocks to let Atreus crawl under. Yeah, you know. yeah. It's really but well even, hidden. But even then, like those, when you're on the elevator or you're going between the rift, there's dialogue going on. They're like, all right, so what's the rest of this story we were talking about earlier? It's awesome. Yeah, yeah. It always keeps you intrigued and uh, engaged, interested. Yeah, but even if you backtrack, spoilers, you can backtrack, um, that it's not a problem whenever you're going from right. place to place. You know, if you go back to a place, it's not like, oh, I have to go through five loading screens to get there. And, man, the gameplay is so solid. It is so extremely mm-hmm. 
satisfying whenever you get the axe back and you can feel it in your controller when it hits your hand. That is extremely satisfying. And I felt nostalgic while playing it. Like, I felt like I hadn't felt this way about a game maybe since, like, PS2 or something. Like, it has been a long time since I played a game that I was just enamored in completely. And maybe since it was Kratos that had something to do with it, thought about it all the time, and then when it was over, it's just a weird feeling of, like, I want to keep playing it, but, you know, I I miss that. It's such a good story. It's like finishing a book. It's like reading a book, but then... Like reading the cover over and over again, or something weird, or reading it a second time. Like, I don't know. It was, it's just an amazing pass. game. I didn't try it yet. Too much stuff to play. I in the first three God of Wars, I platinum every God of War. I'm so close to platinum this for this one. I just have a few ravens left to kill. In the first three God of Wars, though, if they had killed Kratos, I'd have been like, okay, that's fair. He's a douchebag. Everyone wants him to die anyways. <laughs> and in this one, if he had died, I would like would have cried. I've been like, please don't kill Kratos. Papa Kratos. Yeah. yeah. I don't know how many of these games you'll play, but does this game feel like the perfect 3D Metroidvania? Ooh. Hmm. hmm. That's a very good... Because every time I would get something and, and kind of backtrack to get something new, it felt like a 3D Metroidvania. It just, you know, you see something in the distance, you can't get to it yet. You don't have the right thing. You don't have the right upgrade. You don't have the right equipment. Hmm. Then you get it and you, it clicks in your head and you know, I got to go back to there. Yeah. Hmm. Th- does it have that same kind of hitch with I, you guys? I bought Castlevania Lords of Shadow, hoping that's what it was. And it wasn't. And I that's was a God of War game. <laughs> that was a God of War game. And then God of War became what that game should have been. Hmm. Right. Uh, yeah, it, it did kind of feel like that, definitely. Because I played so many Castlevania games, it's ridiculous. I probably played all of them, except the Nintendo ones, because they're just stupid hard. That's their only gimmick. But, yeah. Not 4. Yeah. Castlevania 4 is not hard. Game's easy. I didn't play 4. Well, which one's oh. that? It's, I think it's on the NES, the SNES Classic. Is that the Bloodlines? or? No, that's... Uh, plays Alec, uh, the dude with the spear? No, that's that's Bloodlines. Uh, yeah. That's Genesis. Oh. Yeah. Genesis had one. Super Castlevania oh, yeah. 4 is just Super, Super Castlevania, Castlevania 4. 4. Yeah. That's right. Super Castlevania. I forgot about that one. Just so you can swing the whip around you. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah you know exactly what we're talking about, right, Jamal? Yeah. yeah. Swing that whip. I played the beginning of that one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that, Konami almost had me sold on the, uh, getting that buying Symphony of the Night again until I seen that it was big, ugly borders around the game again. Yeah. yeah, I ain't falling for that no more. Any final thoughts on God of War? Yeah, me too. I hope the sequel comes out soon. Best game I played since Breath of the Wild. Man, I'm I so glad Breath I played that when it came out, and I didn't wait until after God of War like Michael did, because I don't, I, I wouldn't have enjoyed it as much. Well, no, that's what exactly happened to me. I played God of War, then I played Zelda, and Zelda was trash. I, well, I, well, okay. I can't say Zelda was trash because I was addicted to Zelda 2. Like, I played it before going to bed every night and stayed up playing it, like, laying in bed. And I even brought it to work with me. It's the only game I ever played at work. <laughs> but, yeah, no, Zelda is a really good game, but God of War is, like, a perfect like Even Horizon. Horizon, I thought, was very good. I, I know Nick doesn't agree with me on that. But, yeah, I wouldn't want to go back and play Horizon with God of War sitting there. Well, yeah, but, I wouldn't go. I wouldn't play Horizon if it was the only game I had on my shelf. Well, the thing about God of War, 
The thing about God of War that's different than every open world game is it's so concise. Like, everything matters. You can go back and do stuff, but it, it might seem tedious, but it's not as tedious as open world games that give you stuff to do just to give you stuff to do. Everything mm -hmm. makes sense. Everything, you know, you can see it in the distance, go to it, and it's satisfying. Yeah. And, the, you know. I find the lake is like a giant level select screen. Yeah. Yeah. Really, yeah. With secrets in it. Yeah. It's great. Great. I mean... We have a consensus winner. Winner. We've known, we, we've known that since we agreed to talk about a game of the year. <laughs> yeah. <episode. laughs> We're like, well, yeah. we just got to figure the other two out. Then. Everything came out. I was like, well, it ain't no God of War. Yeah. It had the added benefit of being the first new game I played this year. It's things because if I played with what where it's going, it seems like Smash Brothers would have been my number two pick. Mm. It looks like it's going to be super good. It yeah. looks like it's going to be my favorite Smash Brothers. Yeah. It has the characters I wanted for every Smash Brothers, so... Yeah. That that alone is a reason for me to want to play it that bad. Yeah, that, that's a that's a day one purchase for me, too. So. I'm not me. Well, not me. I'm just not a Smash fan. Yeah. Somebody wants to... Oh, it's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I I'm said not, I was a... Uh, I'm a Smash Mouth fan, for sure. <laughs> I'm not a... Uh, what's, what are those games? I'm not a Street Fighter fan at all. I'm not a fighting I game never like. I never like fighting games. The one fighting game I liked that was that style. Other than maybe Mortal Kombat 2, because that was one of the first games like that. Tekken 3. I never played Tekken 3. It was... Tekken 3 Dragon, is the best fighting game ever. Dragon Ball Z Budokai 3. That was the only fighting game that was even similar to that that I actually enjoyed. You didn't get a Z? You didn't get Dragon Oh, that came out this year too. Yeah, that came out. Yeah, this Fighters, year. Dragon Ball Dragon Ball Fighters. Are you not getting my <clears throat> David? Forgot about that game. I didn't write it on my list of games that came out this year. Oh. Whoops. Yeah, it looked good. Did it come out this year? It definitely oh, I didn't write things year. that I didn't write things that came out last year and had a re release. No. They just keep adding but DLC I guess I forgot to put year. fighters on there. Hollow Knight would be in that category. Oh, yeah, mm. Hollow Knight's... There was a ton of re-releases this year when I went looking through everything. Like, well, the Switch so Switch became the, the home of last year's Indie Darlings. Yeah, that's true. All right, y'all want to wrap this one, and I go get another beer, and we can talk about the other stuff? And be well, Goof. Oh, goof. yeah, Goof. Goof us up. Yeah. Cut that out, Dave uh, Jamar. Cut what out? Yeah. What I just said. Goof. I'm cutting out so much. I'm editing this in my brain the whole time. <laughs> Oh, it's going to take me so long. Oh, man. Bonanza. All right, what's your goof topic, David? My goof story? Sure. Sure. Okay. Wow, you'll make me want to say it so bad with your enthusiasm. Yay. Uh, so, a few weeks ago, and this is to counteract Nick to make sure I'm not anti-Semitic. Like <laughs> The last weekend, I believe it was this past weekend, I was driving to the bank and I had to take an alternate route because Johnson Street was closed. So I would not have ever come this direction <coughs> otherwise. But I'm on the corner of South College and Bertrand. I'm sorry, Congress and Bertrand. And I'm about to take a turn and there's a group of people protesting. And I was like, what the heck is this? And I'm reading their signs. They're wearing like these weird jumpsuits and stuff. And I'm reading their signs. And it was like, don't touch our penises. Uh, oh, I know about this. Uh, yeah, me too. Circumcision is like evil. Uh, his body, his choice. 
it's like child abuse, circumcision, and these guys wearing these white jumpsuits with a big red splotch on their crotch. <laughs> I didn't see that. And I have a picture of it I can send to y'all. Well, I've seen it. And I thought it was a joke when I first saw it. And I was like, oh, that's funny. Like, people are fake protesting because everyone protests nowadays. But no, like, it was a legit group that goes around the country protesting circumcision. And I was watching Arrested Development, and that was actually a joke they had in Arrested Development that they were protesting circumcision. Oh, yeah. And that's great. I, yeah, I couldn't uh, believe what I was seeing. One of the ladies I work with, she posted something about it on Facebook. So I wanted to come up with the hashtag for this group, mm-hmm. and I came up with hashtag benefits of Buddha. Uh, this is silly, man. I, yeah, I don't. It's really silly. You, you don't I'm have not... to. How about that? Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm cut, but. I'm, I'm good. I'm trying to figure out what benefits of Boudin means. You don't know what a Boudin is? It's just, it's just. You I, know how, like, when you get to the end of that Boudin and it's got that little tab on the end of it? Oh, yeah. No, that's the Boudin. The little foreskin is the Boudin. I'm going to kill myself. <laughs> <laughs> that would be their hashtag. The yeah. hashtag benefits of Boudin. We should have. Which I don't think there is any because you got to clean out all that all that stuff. The smegma. Yeah. The smegma. Yeah. <laughs> Chris. Yeah, we should have drove by and gave him some Boudin. Oh God, that would have been perfect. They were like that. Wait, were they? Are they a Jewish group? Because they wouldn't have accepted no. Boudin. No, not at They're all. Not They're not a Jewish group. I don't think so. Not that I know. Jewish Why would can, that's that's like, a Jewish practice? Why would the Jews? I mean, maybe they're they're all about. Maybe they're like they don't want it done to the Jews. I don't know, man. Oh. Well, then why are they protesting to us? We're not Jewish. I don't know. They should have done it in front of a synagogue. Is there a synagogue right there? <laughs> there no. used to be. There's, There's not anymore. Gas station in a hospital. Oh, that's right by UMC. Yeah. Yeah. No, there were. So, um, I have a side question. Nick <laughs> has girls, I think, but if you have a boy kid, would you even think about not doing that to your child? No, it would. It would definitely happen no matter what yep oh no the kid cried for a few seconds and then forgot yeah it's gonna spend the next three it's gonna spend the next three years crying so what's the problem well yeah and like but like (laughs) not because it got snipped but like people who don't have it done actually have like problems and stuff like they feel left out and they feel well no they they feel like different than everyone else you know because yeah no one really talks about that or yeah, it's not to. Okay, well, that's the end of the show. <laughs> now, adult circumcision, that's a different story. Oh, yeah, it's true. You making the choice at that time. Why would you wait till you're an adult? <laughs> kind of weird. Probably. You wanted a, like a designer doll. No, no. I did a double D. <laughs> <laughs> That's I'm gonna I'm gonna copyright that designer dongs LLC. Oh, dong dong. Um, that <laughs> be a, noise. a Taco Bell noise twice in a row. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <sighs> okay, wait, wait, wait. So semantically, are we doing a different episode? Yes. For everything else. No, just one episode. One more episode of TV movie podcast. Oh. Oh, okay. Yeah, because this took the whole... This is almost an hour I I think it's going to go fast. 
So. Well, I'll just ask. Yeah, what I'll do is ask. Like, what's the best movie you saw this year? What's yeah. the best TV show you saw this year? Yes. What's the best podcast you listen Wait, to? Wait, so we had no outro for the last one? No, we're not done yet. I didn't turn it off. I was just... Oh, all right, bye, okay. everybody. Well, <laughs> the outro would be ding-dong. Yeah. Double-dong. Ding-a-dong. Ding-a-ding-a. Man, uh, I uh, can't believe God of War is our game of the year. Go play it. And also, yeah, on the side, play it, you're dumb. unselfishly, you should go play Detroit Become Human because it's a really fun game. And Runner 3. Give that monster David Cage more money. Yeah, and uh, oh, and go buy a two hundred dollar PS4 with Spider Man. Yeah, and uh, yeah, you have to have heard it back when that deal was available during the yeah. I'll, I'll project before. it out. Yeah, this will definitely come out after Black Friday. Um, <laughs> well, talk to you. Fill our, our savings waves. Yeah. Tune in next time for more yeah. talking. We'll see. Good you. luck next year. Yeah. Is this our end of year podcast? Have healthy babies. What? This is we the, have yeah, another this... one this year? What do you mean? This we... will be the last two. Is this the last one? Is the next one the last one? Like, the yeah, the next one will be the last, the last one of the year. Yeah. But oh, we I, I want to have... say better Netflix next year. Better Netflix year. Better Netflix ne- year. <laughs> better Netflix <knuckle next> year. <laughs> <laughs>